Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 125 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and my friend over there. Oh, friend. friend. <laughs> you never said friend. your friend before. Have I been upgraded? Sure. You said that fella over there. Well, who are you? Introduce yourself then. Hello, it's Andy. Would you like me to say that? And that fella over there. No, no, friend. I'll be your friend. Andy, no, you aka friend. You, ru- you ruined it now. That's it. You've, I'm down. You, oh. you were upgraded for a brief moment and now you're getting downgraded again. Okay. Well, it was nice whilst I was there. <laughs> what was your aka? I missed it then. Sorry. Uh, aka friend. That's it. Are you, are you being f- oh. silent? <laughs> I said, I "AKA you friend." You went really quiet again. Oh, you're making me nervous. Technical <laughs> difficulties about that dodgy USB connection. Still <laughs> have a fiddle with it. Sure. And the USB connection. <laughs> That's your other podcast. <laughs> TikTok. Only friends. Only friends. <laughs> only friends. It's just like only friends, but for older people. <laughs> just old ladies called Fran. <laughs> Marjorie. Nope. Fran. Yes. Marjorie is 64 from Cardiff. Would love ah, you to is join. she a Fran? To subscribe for nineteen ninety nine a month, you could see oh. her varicose veins. Oh no! Right. <laughs> well, welcome everybody <laughs> to the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're back once again. Two weeks have passed. I know it's been lonely. I know you've been struggling to get your children to sleep without our. Well, I suppose you could just replay it. But uh, here we are once again to talk Dice Masters, Dice Masters, Dice Masters, and it's been a hell of a two weeks a hell of a two weeks it has been a hell of a two weeks been very exciting yeah lots going on hell of a two weeks and to follow up that two weeks we've got a hell of an episode for you today yeah we do special special well it might be extended might not be but it's a special episode nonetheless uh now we are pre-recording this episode so as of today monday when you're listening to this we will have been to the UK Games Expo. Ooh, face-to-face, baby. That's right, yeah, nice bit of face-to-face Dice Masters has been taking place. But obviously, because we're pre-recording it, there's very very little content to offer on the subject, other than to pre-congratulate me, of course. Becoming second place behind me. (laughs) You wish. I know what team you're taking. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we will have our UK Games Expo coverage available, but we are lining it up for the next episode. So episode 126 will be the UK Games Expo special, which will include all of the live recorded content that we'll take on the day. So if uh, if you were there and you were hoping to hear uh, any of the interview time that you spent with me over this weekend, or eager to hear mine and Andy's thoughts as the day unravels, then come back in episode 126. But that's okay, because we've still got plenty to talk about this week. But before we do, yes. I'll ask you, my man, 
What have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Well, it's pretty much been prepping for the UK Games Expo itself. We've been tinkering away on some teams. Uh, I added Becky into my goal catcher and Thor team for the global, obviously. Of Jocelyn course, style. yeah. And it didn't, I don't know, doesn't seem to click. Not very happy with it. I binned it off. <laughs> you have. He's completely binned it off, folks. Binned he's, it right he's off. He's broken the one golden rule. <laughs> oh, What's that? Dear. Don't prep on your first turn. No. Last minute team changes. Oh, I'm all about the last minute team changes. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. You've got your 100 games in already on this new team. Yeah, did it last night. Well, I suppose arguably you have though, actually, because you're using cards that you quite you're experienced with and you've played with for a long while, aren't you? Well, when you get to my level, every card I'm experienced with. So I mean, right. I, I can't follow that. I can't follow that. Other yeah. than to ask if that's the case, then why do you not win more games on a Wednesday night? <laughs> it's just fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's not this is all warm up. This- Diving into the competitive tournament scene, which you could argue doesn't exist anymore. Well, well, yeah, and no. I mean, of course, uh, last episode, and I think word spread, we talked about the fact that two team takedowns been going on. Uh, Memphis, the US Nationals, and the Worlds has been announced at Graceland. We've got UK Games Expo happening. Happened. It was brilliant, by the way. Really, yeah, it was good. amazing. Yeah, fantastic time, yeah. And uh, there's been a suggestion that some international championships are going to be taking place uh, oh, soon enough. Exciting. Yeah, so uh, I know what you mean about it not existing presently, but I think there's there's stuff going on. There's stuff going on. Of course, our our point of disappointment is that it's not we haven't got Dark Phoenix in the mix, but we we'll, we'll report on the draft that we hold as well. I'm certain folks will be interested to hear how that goes just as much as the constructed event, probably more so, in fact, with the constructed event being a bit, you know, 2021 in tone. Or 2020 in tone, <laughs> or possibly even 2019 2019. In tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, just prepping for the UK Games Expo then, my man. Nothing else. No other cheeky games going on. Nah, that's 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 about it. As I say, like the Goldcatcher team, I, I, I tried the Hawkeye uh, put the Hawkeye in to ping off any sidekicks. It just seems, and there's probably someone out there who's who's clicked the 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 formula, but I can't I can't quite get it there. Um, I think it needs like a good it needs a good few more like game, like a good few more games for me to really crack it. So I thought, nah. Well, I'm just hoping with my Godcatcher team for the UK Games Expo, ev- everybody else brings the globals that you've been bringing for me for the last four or five weeks. Otherwise, I'm scuppered. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you're not practised against anything else. No. Nah. I'm, uh... Well, because my entry to the Expo is free as a as both a TO and a courser, a luminary of the gaming press. A luminary in the United like Kingdom. That. Yeah. Nice word. Then uh, my entry to the UK Games Expo is free, and therefore I've not actually paid for my ticket to enter the event, and so I'll not be taking prizes. Um, so I-, I may even do a last-minute change right at the last minute, just chuck a really old janky team together and just go for it, whatever. you know. Isn't that the golden rule? What, to change your team last minute? 
Yeah, I thought you said that that wasn't wasn't something to do. No, yeah, sure, it isn't. Okay, but uh, the fact of the matter is, as I said on our most recent gameplay video, I'm so bored with the team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, so uh, t- here's something that I was talking about. I was talking about our man uh, to our man Nick Wally uh, over on the Discord channel. Um, we were talking about gameplay videos and stuff, and he said, have you noticed any difference? And I said, I have, actually. Our gameplay videos for the last couple of weeks, where it's been you know, Godcatcher versus Godcatcher UK Games Expo prep, has had much less views comparable to when it's been, say, I don't know, you know something Ant-Man versus Thanos, or like uh, the the one just before when we were practically like Mystique versus Colossus, yeah, and stuff. Much much more views when when the two cards pictured on the <laughs> on <laughs> the thumbnail are more janky. In fact, one of our biggest gameplay video views of late was when it was Angela infiltrate Angela and Thanos on the thumbnail. And the Silver Dragon and Riddler. So, yeah, I think not only am I bored playing the Godcatcher team, but viewers, our viewers, I think, are bored of watching. You know, it's not it's not exciting gameplay, is it? No, it's not. I mean, we did th- um, manage three games in a 35-minute time, time now. <laughs> as, like, and, yeah. and usually we'd have got to, like, maybe First Blood within that time. So, yeah. yeah. So I might just... I might just change it out of boredom. <laughs> just have bored. Just, I don't know, chuck a villain team together. Take, uh, what's that poison ivy that I like? Criminal because I love or something, just something really random. Which will get battered by Godcatchers and Beckys, undoubtedly, but at least I'll be feeling like I'm interacting with the game somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I, if you, so you've said that about prizing now, mm. but... I'm not as moral as you are. <laughs> so if if a uh uh what's that card? What's the um Oh my brain's gone. The um the new OP kit. Hellfire Gala. That's it. If a Hellfire Gala card comes uh winging my way, it's going in my binder and I'm legging it. Well, so I would suspect to get your hands on one of the Hellfire Gala cards, you would have to come first or second. So if we give the winner first dibs and then give second place second dibs, I would suspect... In the car park on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) I'll knock him on the back of the head. You nick his bag. Job's a good one. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. But I I would suspect that the, the Hellfire Gala cards, the two basic actions would be the first two to go by first place and second place. I would if I was a betting so. man. Mind you, that said, there is, you know, an alt art super rare of the Kitty Pride and an alt art of the super rare Magneto, so maybe. Yeah, I suppose it depends on how likely it is to get our hands on them in the future. Hmm. Interesting mm, question. Well yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one that we're hoping to discuss with oh, spoiler alert, I have buried the lead. Uh, hoping to discuss with our guest a little later on. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, that's that's your side of things. Prepping for the UK Games Expo. Last-minute team changes. How's Pat Sharp yeah. going to know if there's going to be more Hellfire Gala cards? Pat Sharp? Yeah, how's he going to know? He won't. Oh, we'll have a great conversation with him about his time as Joseph in, Joseph in his amazing <laughs> technical <laughs> adjunct. 
<laughs> Pat Sharp and the twins from We're Funhouse going in a new coming up live on the Ministry We're of Dice. A little bit of, Stay uh, tuned. A little bit of spice and sizzle to the podcast. Spice <laughs> and sizzle. The <laughs> They're coming on too. Into hip hop artists, spice and sizzle will be and joining half us West for her musical, uh, musical rendition. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, you've got all broken up. Again. Do I keep cutting I'm out? I'm sure that was hilarious as well. <laughs> you're still there. Yeah, I'm still anyway. here. Yeah, you do. You do keep cutting out, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's got me nervous. Uh, but we're making it through nonetheless. We're making it through. Uh, so, yeah, there's my team. There's Andy's team. Uh, there's still a lot. I've been up to a lot. Would you like to know what I've been up to? <laughs> yes, I. Ingwell Wood. <laughs> Uh, very good. Okay. Well, uh, so the uh, YouTube channel, I've had a lot going on on the YouTube channel the last couple of weeks. So as promised, the uh, Kryptonite Crisis spoiler vids have been going out on the Tuesday rotation. We've done uh, the range, a video all about range. And there's been a video about a variety of combos that I'm eager to try. And I'm, I'm not sure, did I talk about the Superman themed cards, the the comic book law card so that come out by the ter- by last week oh uh, no i don't think you have talked about that okay yeah sure uh well in any case uh so uh, theme vids i like to do the spoilers around themes so i've done one a little bit about kind of superman comic book mythology and how that connects to the set then a look at the keyword range and the fact that that's making a a big comeback in the uh, kryptonite crisis set with some really juicy range stuff going on there. And the uh, combos that I'm looking to try out. A couple of interesting cards uh, in there. But that's it. I'm out. I'm all out. I've You're exhausted out. all my all my allocated spoilers now. Oh, have you? It really matters. I have to yeah. get some more today. Well, sure. Let's see what happens. But uh, So there's that. And if anyone's interested in seeing those, then feel free to head on over to uh, youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice to check those out. Get some insight into my thinky thoughts. And then over the last two weeks, of course, on Monday, yeah. I listened to the Double Double and Dice podcast. Did you? Mm. Which was then swiftly followed by a very interesting article by WizKids on the Tuesday, which, of course, I read with great interest. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did, yeah. So, folks, if you've been, if you had your head in the sand for the last couple of days. Then uh, Double Double Dice had Jimmy, uh, the product manager, Dice Master's product manager from over at WizKids on. Might be hearing a bit more from him in a bit, but um, he came on and talked about the Secret Wars release, uh, lots of information that was communicated in that episode, which was then followed up by the WizKids article that went out on Tuesday. So we've got new card layout, little peek at some of the cards that are going to be in the set and some of the characters. And a new single-player intro set called an Origin Pack, which comes with some psychic dice, some basic action dice, and a couple of kind of training characters, uh, one with Baby Groot and Storm in it, and one with uh, Spider-Man and Sp- Spider-Gwen in it. So very exciting stuff. Yeah. It indeed. turns out, coincidentally, turns out, coincidentally, when we speculated about those psychic dice many episodes back, that one of our speculations was 100% correct. Who'd have thought it? Was it, was it yours or mine? Uh, well, I think you you were the one who said it on the podcast. What, saying that it was yours, but I nicked it off, yeah? No, no. <laughs> no? 
No, no, no. You said it. You brought it up. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Because an insight sometimes. Chris just tells me what to say because, yeah, I'm a bit slow sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was the one I told you to say. Oh, it was. I <laughs> <laughs> only got one idea. How many have you got? I've got 500, Andy. Well, let me uh, pass you some ideas my way. What do you think about these new cards for uh, Pick of the Week? Uh, um, I haven't played them yet. Why didn't you try this one? Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Oh, I'm just trying to find the the, um, the details on their website. It's going to be on your website, though, isn't it? Our website. For the Secret Wars stuff? Yeah. Uh, some, but not all of it. Um, I have had uh, a little holiday, which has delayed my content creation. And then with the UK Games Expo this weekend, I've not found the time to finish the video I was making on the subject. So keep an eye out for that one, folks. But it'll, be, uh, it'll probably be later on this week as this episode goes out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, loads going on, and we'll we'll be talking about it a little bit more. But what I'll do is I'll make sure that the double double and dice podcast episode and the Wizkids article are both linked in the show notes down below. Or if you're listening on a podcatcher that's not very good for show notes, then head on over to brittle06.com uh, and find the post with this episode on it. You'll find everything all linked in there. All the stuff. They look good, though, don't they? The new cards. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I think opinions are a little divided. Actually, I've seen a few people being like, "No, no, no, don't like it." No change. Uh, yeah, but then equally, I've seen some people going, "Yes, brilliant, really into it, and loving the the look and feel of it." It, it, it to me, it feels like there's a, a flavor sort of replicating the Hero Clicks kind of card layout and style in many respects. Also reminds me of some other sort of comic booky related games in yeah. look and feel as well. It, it yeah. looks a lot more gamier. If that makes sense, probably doesn't. But it looks like it's part of the game. Whereas quite a lot of the Dice Masters cards, some of them look more like trading cards. Yeah, sure. I mean, one of the things they've always had is the you know focus on the artwork for sure. Yeah, uh, which which I don't think the new design moves away from. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm not suggesting that. But yeah, I think uh, as Jimmy said in the interview with Double Double and Dice, it's all about sort of removing the redundant information. And just making the card a bit leaner and communicate more yes. at a glance. And it makes sense, yeah. like vanilla cards. Why bother having a, a blank text box on it? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you might absolutely. As well just so give it, use just the space the art, yeah. to make it look pretty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're all on board, definitely. And of course, what it means in the grander scheme of things is that this idea of uh, you know our theme of the year, which we've mentioned many times on the podcast, you know, it's a big year for Dice Masters twenty twenty two, and this is the prime opportunity this summer to kind of, um, uh, sorry, as, at the back end of the year as we're coming into sort of the Christmas season and the competitive season, to have a product come out that has got a fresh feel to it, new, more contemporary looking when compared to other games of a similar nature or certainly a similar ip that can drive uh, with the single player starter set as well uh, you know if you wanted to get a draft going at a store you would just need to drop seven books each to get some sidekicks basic actions with the starter kit and then you eight or nine books for your draft pack and you're away you know what i mean yeah. you're learning to play dice masters right out the gate so I think as part of this sort of uh, kind of semi-reboot type thing that Jimmy talked about last time he was on the podcast, uh, this can contribute greatly to, or hopefully contribute greatly to the continued big year 
for Dice Masters in 2022, which again we'll elaborate on in our featured segment. We will. Uh, we do. Speaking of which, should we should we get into it? Yeah, because uh, we're running tight on time, and our guest is soon to arrive. Uh, let's leave him waiting. <laughs> the audience is like guests, you say? <laughs> yeah, Pat Sharp and Melanie <laughs> and Martina. Yeah, they're talking about the uh, uh, the pros and cons of the go karts uh, on that final bit of the uh, the fun house. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Always want to go on that. And the yellow one was always definitely. slower than the red one. Mm-hmm. And there's a technique to that final curve, definitely. Yeah, they always swang out, didn't they? Go under yeah. the tunnel oh, yeah. and then boom, it's like, mate. Yes, indeed. If you were going on it, though, you would practice, though, and you might go to a little go-kart place and just have a little practice so you knew what you were doing. Well, you'd have thought, yeah. Anyway... Anyway, <laughs> so folks, in today's episode, we have just one featured segment for you. As we've alluded to several times in this intro, we have a special guest this week. Uh, our man, Jimmy Darwin O'Brien over at WizKids, the product manager for Dice Masters, the aforementioned individual uh, who spent some time with the Double Double and Dice crew, is also joining us here. He's doing the rounds. He's on the tour, getting the buzz going. Press tour. Yeah, doing the press tour. Uh, And so, without further ado, let's get into it and let's have a listen to our time with Jimmy, shall we? Yes, okay then, folks. Welcome back. And as we mentioned in the intro just there, it's a very special episode of the Ministry of Dice. Kind of nice, actually, with it being 125th. It's like a century and a quarter. We have the man, the myth, the legend, the individual whose recent Facebook posts have shown me that his moustache game is almost second to none like giving magnum pi a run for his money he has hair that fills me with jealousy i'm awake every night thinking if only i could have glorious locks like this individual and of course all the inside scoops and knowledge about dice masters folks give a warm welcome to james o'brien as his boss calls him <laughs> the dice masters product manager from WizKids. welcome jimmy Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's it's great to come share the good news. Sounds kind of religious, but it, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we've said to you many times, of course, it is an open invitation to you, my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. You're always very welcome to come and join us. Now, I know uh, you've had a lot going on. It's been a very busy couple of weeks. You were over with Jocelyn and Kim at the Double Double of Dice last week. Big announcement there. We'll, we'll revisit that, of course, in a moment. We're talking a great deal on the podcast at the moment about the big year for Dice Masters in 2022 and you guys are delivering. So in terms yeah. of our conversation today, I was thinking let's just talk a bit about the here and now mm-hmm. and then maybe move it into a little bit into the tomorrow. But first, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, getting getting to meet a lot of new people, uh, you know, professionally, just different distributors, different stores that have been asking questions, Nice. Um, you know, we, we've got a, a retailer group that we've been fostering on Facebook for about two years now, and just a, a lot of people, thankfully, interested in us being a part of them growing their their business. And they're they're asking the questions. They're you know asking you know is is this available? What's going on? How do I do all this kind of thing? And so it, it's great to get to both some you know sometimes participating with them directly, but also just like giving the support to the the coworkers who that's kind of their primary thing of, mm. of the retail support. So yeah, it's, it's been some always something like fun and interesting and different with us. 
Nice, yeah, and you're, yeah. you're such a gregarious individual. I'm sure meeting all these people, um, just oh yeah, it's, it's a good time. The energy, absolutely. And how much of uh, you know in that story of that collaboration with these retailers, how much does Dice Masters come into it? You know, we're always to put some context on that. We're we always, we're always a bit like oh, everybody wants to talk about hero clicks. Yeah, no, I I think it's you know uh, it's probably not fifty fifty, but it's it's a good amount, and and it's always nice when you're able to kind of turn a situation around for the store where someone comes in with, you know, Oh, well I couldn't, I couldn't get whatever. I couldn't get dark Phoenix or it's out of stock at my warehouse. And it's like, Oh, well like, you know, it's already, the solution's in progress. Just give it, give it a week or whatever. You know, that's, that's always kind of nice to get to be the person with the good news. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, you're such a pro, man, because as you well know, that's a, an area of conversation I was hoping to take you into. Because I noticed you popped your head up on Facebook maybe two weeks ago. Um, you'd seen some people talking about the challenges with the, the Hellfire Gala organized plate. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's funny because we, we've had we've had like a, a range of responses from stores. Some stores have said, we think this is going to be really successful with us. Can we get our limit increased? Cause there, there's just a limit on the OP kits a lot of the time, because we want to make sure that it's something special and that stores are running the programs in store and not just turning over to online marketplaces or, or selling to the regulars. Um, just u- using the, the valuable tools that we're able to give them in order to kind of grow the community and, uh, kind of set the set the standard, set the tone. Um, mm-hmm. But then, so in addition to some, a, a, a few stores reaching out and saying, "Could we get our limits increased?" Uh, more recently, we had some stores, and I, I don't want to, you know, play favorites by naming names, but some of the stores that were really excellent Dice Master stores, especially early on. Uh, so, like the known quantities to us, saying, "Hey, we really felt disappointed that we that this is out of stock and it's unavailable. And we know that it it should be available, and so we reach out to." their distributors, we reach out to the stores just to kind of make sure everybody got connected. Um, Distributors are restocking. And so it was kind of a surprise to me that that process is not faster, but it, you know, there's a, there's just a lot of links in the chain that are involved so that someone at the distributor side has to place the order with us. The order has to process after the order processes, then you know, the inventory has to get moved from one place to the other. And sure. then, okay, once the inventory arrives, it can get entered into their system. Once it's entered into their system, it can go live. But in some of our distributors, they've got multiple warehouses and locations. So they'll have everything arrive to one place and then redistribute it from there. <laughs> Sometimes it's a small quantity and they're doing air shipments. Other times they're going to try and bundle it up with pallets of things they are going to move, which you know, Dice Masters is not, might not even be WizKids items on the remainder of that pallet. And then they've got to get it processed and received at the, at the next location. Um, so, you know, we're, we're not the, uh, the mega retailer of the internet or something like that, where it's just all <laughs> shipping all day, every day, all the time. It's, you know, no- normal levels of speed and movement, but uh, hope, hopefully for the stores that have not been able to order, within the last two weeks, the next week or week or two should give them what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we certainly know that pain, you know, as a yeah. couple of Euro- European based players, <laughs> the idea of uh, bundling stock and holding it in warehouses. Uh, just a, a random side question, Jimmy. I've mm-hmm. always been curious, the OP kits, do you produce them in North America or do they come over from the Orient too? Uh, it's, it's been different for different kits. Right. 
So it, uh, sometimes that makes it easier. Sometimes it makes it harder. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of case by case basis. Um, the other thing, you know, I, I don't know how many people who are listening to this are like store managers or perhaps they are even store owners, but, uh, it was, it was news to me with some of our distributors that it actually helps them if stores attempt to place an order, even when they're seeing zero inventory on something, because it kind of alerts them to the, to the demand. And so if they, if they're out of stock and they don't plan on ordering more from us, once someone's asking, they'll, they'll make sure that they put in that order. Um, right. One of the nice things about WizKids being a company that's larger than just a single game is that if one store comes in and orders one gravity feed or one countertop display or one case of starter product, they're not going to come to WizKids and place an order for just that. They're going to come and place an order for HeroClix and RPG and whatever some of the latest board games are. And so Dice Masters is kind of able to get the business-to-business efficiencies of traveling alongside that other stuff. So that's that's nice. And uh, you know, for, for some of the insiders that might be listening, I hope that's a helpful tip for you. Sure. Well, at the very least, even if we've got, uh, you know, cons- consumers, you know, community mm-hmm. members who are trying to encourage stores or to source this product, particularly the Hellfire Gala OP kit, I think is yeah, is sexy, isn't it? It's a sexy product. It's, it's so it's so good. Like I I was so happy to share the hard work of the team with the community on that one. Um, getting getting to do like that special reveal with Stephen at DM Armada was was fantastic. Yeah. It. You know you've you've really hit the mark when the reception is not just positive from everybody who's currently involved, but a lot of the old schoolers come out of the woodwork to be like, "Wow, like look at that! Wow, I, I hope I can get my hands on those." So, yeah, it was, it's a it's a really good kit. Yeah, it, absolutely, and we're, we're eagerly awaiting its arrival here in Europe, of course. Uh, but while we're on the subject of uh, organized play kits, um, mm-hmm. you know, and staying on our kind of here and now theme for the big yeah. Game, the Dice Masters in 2022, obviously, uh, from the North American perspective, particularly, Dark Phoenix Saga has landed, it's out there, it's in hands, I'm seeing trading going on, people talking about combos, building teams, it's being used in online tournaments, particularly that I've seen going on. Mm-hmm. Cryptonite Crisis, just around the corner, again, you know, information's out, people are getting excited about it, but if you don't mind me saying, you tip me the wink that you also had an OP kit lined up for kryptonite crisis do you want to drop yeah so on that so some mixed news on that which is it's close but it looks like it might be delayed beyond the release of the booster set or the the draft pack set so you know f- fingers crossed that that is going to be a fast follow-up uh, but it's it's probably going to be more of an op kit to enjoy post-release instead of concurrent with that release Sure, but still, from the perspective of the players, uh, this yeah. getting into your stores, telling them there's there's in store support of this nature ready to go, you know. Absolutely, yes. Is that going to run down the same theme of the the awesome artwork? The, uh, you know, that is our current artwork. plan. Uh, nice. You know, the, some sometimes things get in the way, but ho- hopefully, that is what we're going to be able to execute on. That's exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, to just to clarify that, there, uh, Andy, are you asking about broken frame or are you asking broken, about? I, the, the I think Andy's control? asking about broken frames. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 seeking to go down the broken frame path. Uh, it's it's fiddly. It's it's a lot of work for the graphic design team, and I really appreciate that they tried that. Yeah. Uh, so when when the Hellfire Gala kit came out, 
you know, I'm a I'm a long-standing comic book reader. I recognise straight away some of the artwork was from the old, you know, masterpieces, uh, uh, masterworks trading card sets, the uh, the Fleer Ultra stuff, and um, some of the more recent kind of alt covers. DC doesn't do that quite as much, do they? They don't quite have that sort of artwork in the bank, I imagine. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that they do as many, and a lot of the older stuff is the the DC trading cards in particular are more in line with comic book stylings yeah. of the day instead of the painterly and museum styles that uh, the Hildebrand brothers and Joe Jesco were doing. Yeah, but the like the Joe Jesco cards that we did were based on recent marvel comics covers that he did they weren't yes. they were they were evocative of the trading cards but tra- trading card licensing is weird that uh i don't i don't necessarily know that marvel or dc whoever owns 100 percent of the rights to those things that they could just let us use them and even if they might have the rights to something stands of time are tough right like who knows what format those things existed in back in 1991 or whatever and would they be able to port it over to what we need to print it at for it to be a, an exciting resolution for the fans um just using the newer stuff is is the way to go yeah for sure it was just something that crossed my mind because i thought uh like the uh cosmic team sets and stuff that they like you say that they're, they're, they're not i don't know they don't yeah, the ca- cosmic team sets were the, the ones i was picturing but i couldn't think of the name that's exactly right yeah and they're just a. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I'm a DC fanboy. I hate to say it, but they're just a bit drier by comparison, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I don't know, like the, the Justice campaign box, all of that artwork from the the guy that I can't remember his name, but you'll have it on the Alex Ross. That's it. Yeah, like I don't know in my head, like, and it won't be because I've just said it, but like the, those that kind of artwork and a card, you know, but without the framing and cool stuff that graphic designers do, whets the appetite. Yeah. But even yeah, if it's not so him, too. like there's there's so much cool artwork out on comic books that, yeah. Oh yeah, I I really wonder, you know, compared to other industries, I don't think anyone's out there commissioning as much original art as comic book companies are. Like it's it's just so much it's page after page after page, week after week after week, and it, and it's not just Avengers and Justice League, but it's Star Wars and mm. Scooby Doo and all this other stuff going on, like. They're putting a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, Archie Comics still going strong. Still I'm partial to Nancy myself. That is like very, <laughs> very serious. They they get a lot of information conveyed in just like three or four panels. <laughs> yeah, not a not a Betty and Veronica guy. <laughs> Betty and Veronica are good, but yeah, no, Nancy is where it's at. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard, heard it here first. Nancy Dice Masters 2023. <laughs> <laughs> the hot take. <laughs> Sluggo Rush teams dominate modern. <laughs> Chad, uh, all joking aside, that'd be that'd be a really lovely curiosity of a set. <laughs> it sure would. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, uh, that's thrown me off me uh, train of thought. I had something jump into my head then. Anyway, it'll come back to me. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Kryptonite Crisis on, on is it still looking uh, relatively on track for the the June release? I know that some members of the community noticed that the uh, there was some advertising listing Q3. Uh, although yeah, so what I, I think it's going to be later in June. It might be July. Like wh- one of the things I kind of use to measure is the the marketing samples have not reached the office yet because we've just having you know shipping delays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it doesn't it doesn't bode well for a June eighth release. 
Uh, but June uh, June 15th for some stores might be a possibility. June 29th is probably the more, the more realistic date. So we'll, we'll kind of play, play it by ear and see what happens. But yeah, you know, we, the, the, the marketing team has their, their list made up. They've checked it twice. They, they know as soon as the samples come in, who they'd like to get them all shipped out to. And they've, they've made a lot of those contacts. So that's nice. And fans are going to start to see more and more spoilers as we get closer. Uh, we've, we've talked with the, the dice coalition folks, to make sure that they've got nice images of the cards so that once everything's uh, ready to go live and be fully spoiled, they can get those cards in there and searchable. So, yeah. yeah. In the team builder, lovely, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so that's Cryptodag Crisis. That's the here and now. We're looking a bit further ahead. Obviously, the big announcement yeah. last week, uh, as of time, uh, well, it's last week when this episode goes out. We're, we're obviously recording a bit closer to that. We've got mm-hmm. a new look, new feel, New product type with the Secret Wars stuff, which I think is lined up for around October time at the back end of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll reiterate, folks, make sure you go check out that Whiskey's article. Make sure you go check out the Double Dublin Dice podcast episode that talks about that. When the news started to spread, one of the things that I saw sort of stirring around in the community was um, some excitement about this new look, new feel. The uh, I think you called it a kind of a kind of mini reboot when when we last spoke together, Jimmy. Um, yeah, like it's it's a it's a brand refresh, really. Um, there's like a cohesive philosophy to what Dice Master should look like, uh, in a way that probably was not present in the beginning. So when you look at the old product, um, the the cohesion that you see is the dice symbols are reflected on the exterior packaging uh, based on whatever the contents of the set are. So like on the, uh, the old collector boxes, uh, and the, the old gravity feeds, there'd kind of be those symbols for, you know, Dr. Doom's mask, the Phoenix symbol, uh, Wolverine's claw slashes, those kind of things that then you saw on the dice. And that's all fine and well. And, and it, it connects A to B, but in the, the upcoming product, the idea that the, the characters, are coming out of the dice and like the, the action and the, the life and excitement of the game comes out of the dice is something that we wanted to keep as a really consistent through line. And so on the, the cards themselves, the, the cards kind of have like a dimensionality to them that there's, you know, a text box in front and the characters uh, behind it or leaning over it or flying out at the viewer. And there's other information that feels like it's behind the character um, and then when you look on the packaging and on the marketing materials, there's that uh, that die shape that the that Thor or Doctor Doom or Groot or Spider Gwen are all popping out of. Yeah. And so, so I'm getting to, to connect those key marketing images to the the presence of the art on the card is really nice. It's it's not. It's not 100% bespoke from card to card, but it does it does take some, a little bit more attention on on a card to card basis, and it, the results are really worth it as, as everybody's kind of seen so far. It's it's also really nice that when you decouple those some of those images now from the if you if you were to decouple those images from the Dice Masters packaging or marketing materials, you know that Doctor Doom coming out of that shape is distinctly and obviously dice masters to a dice masters fan but even if you're not a dice masters fan it still speaks to like a game of some kind and it probably speaks to a dice game in particular so that's uh it's kind of neat that the image can now 
break away from the language and break away from the context and still keep a lot of the of its importance yeah certainly one of the things that i've seen talked about is this uh, like capturing this moment in time uh, around attracting new players to the game um totally what you're talking about there certainly helps that have uh, have you got any insight as to what uh, kind of marketing activity or any campaigns you've got or uh, what tools are you going to be able to give the existing community and the you know the retailer yeah so drive that um i i kind of mentioned before that we've got that WizKids direct facebook group that provides Mm -hmm. you know like uh, a lot of like faq support and and ongoing uh, information to retailers but uh, and you know i'm we, we don't have a tendency to do the the naming of names and the big social media announcements. We have the, the new hire people and stuff like that with WizKids. But uh, the guy I work with now, Will Frank, has been our uh, trade marketing specialist. And he's been working to schedule a lot of information sessions for distributors and retailers where with, with the in, with in-person events not being the same as they were pre, pre-pandemic really – it's nice that we have the chance to check in with retailers and distributors in ways that we haven't been at New York Toy Fair or at, yeah. uh, you know, so different different game days or distributor conferences and things like that. But the, the check-ins have probably become not only more regular between us and the, the supply chain, They I think they've really become more polished and facelifted. And so in addition to me getting a chance to speak to a lot of these people – uh, the board game team has been speaking to them and Will has been speaking to them. And it's just really nice to have more product experts uh, interacting with everybody throughout throughout the process. So that's kind of the what, I, what I'm guessing is one of the most important ongoing things. And so we, we talked about OP kits before. The Sidekick Knight kits with... Um, Oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. What's what's the card? What's the card that everybody uh, loves? Rigorous training. Rigorous training. Uh, those should still be available. Uh, it's just a matter of distributors ordering them. Ooh. So if if your store is interested in running some kind of sidekick night, uh, rig- rigorous training should still be available to them, and we will we'll get that sorted for you. the The fact that there's kind of that slow burn and ongoing demand for something like that is a very good indication that. Sometime after the release of Secret Wars, there will be a similar kit to, to scratch that itch for stores that with a with a fresh set of cards. So that's that's good news. That's very good news. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, the rigorous training should should still be available. So yeah, the, I think the other thing is is Dice Masters twenty twenty two. You said it's going to be a, a big year for us, and that's that's playing out to be true so far. I think when we have these these marketing folks uh, signal boosting our message. It helps that there's an extra special message right now that there's been the re the, the reinvigoration of the, the look and feel of things. Um, I, I know that when we talk gameplay a lot too, a lot of it tends to focus around metagame strategies or even teams that are really fun to build for the players who have a deep understanding of the game, but might prefer a casual and combo oriented uh, gameplay. Mm. There's a continued emphasis on uh, kind of what what I've heard people call like as fan. Like when you open up a booster, does the game look easier? Does it look hard? And you know, we want to make sure that it, it looks it looks easy enough to learn, but hard enough that there's something interesting and challenging to master. And so that's yeah. a persistent 
uh, goal of ours that we've maintained with, with the upcoming Secret Wars products. And I think that it's done with a, an intentionality that'll be more obvious to people no matter their skill level and kind of separating the origin packs into a lower cost skew that is easier to just throw some other product onto to have a full team versus kind of the, the campaign boxes were really good for a board game like experience and some interesting curated experiences. But if you're trying to get your feet steady under you, I can see where the team building aspect might be a barrier to entry just for some people instead of a feature of how to get started playing the game. So the fact that the origin packs are two characters, you're not choosing which version to use, and then you can kind of play the demo game level experience of team pack versus team pack. And then as soon as you add a draft pack to that, you're you're getting closer to the full game experience all of a sudden. Yeah, uh, Andy and I were just talking about that a few minutes ago, actually. That, like I was thinking, if you wanted to introduce people through the drafting experience, which there's many community members that we know who say that's the best way to play the game, you could walk into a store mm-hmm. and, and drop, you know, uh, nine books on a draft pack and, um, yeah. was it, seven books on a on an oranges pack. So you're still roughly around the, the yeah, $15 mark or whatever. And you can just start playing. You'll have your sidekicks, you'll have your basic actions and you'll have. You know, yeah. It's, it's less than popcorn at the movies, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty easy to get into. Um, so someone tried using that example with me early on in my time at WizKids and I, I was aghast that movies were like $3 near them. And I was like, "What? How? What? What century are you in, dude?" <laughs> nice. um, it's good. But, it's like a proper impulse, kind of. If it's on the counter when you're buying stuff, I can imagine yeah. seeing it. I'm seeing exactly the, the attractive and, packaging and just chucking it in, and then you know when you yeah, and it's and it's so funny because the the 99 cent boosters oh, that was that was very much the impulse for a lot of folks, but. Uh, th- those were an impulse that people would then go get four or five or six all at once. So uh, I, I think that the the origin pack impulse is, is going to be pretty cool. Also, there's there's going to be special art versions of the characters in those, which is which is nice. So you don't have to feel like uh, it's a, it's a, an absolute must have because oh no, I don't want to miss out of the gameplay. Because if you're just a, a hardcore player who wants to build the the toughest teams and all that you can just stick to the draft packs but you know it it's nice that if you do decide to go get the the special sidekick dice you also get some special cards to go with them yeah i'll be getting them yeah. <laughs> there's, no two, there's no two ways about it i'll be yeah uh, for the for the sidekick dice alone i don't know what it is i'll probably will never play with them i'll just they'll just go in my little stash of i mean you believe how many sidekick dice i've got but there's just something about having that because i'll only ever always use my 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 gold sidekicks. I the gold know. ones. The gold ones are really good. I I carry around the silvers. I I don't. I, I should probably upgrade to the gold, but the silvers yeah. from from uh, that will be from one of the old um, collector start, boxes. Collector boxes. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, really exciting times. Uh, w- mm-hmm. One thing we, we're obviously, or you know, I'm always throwing my fishing rod out in front of me, Jimmy. You know that, um, of course, of course. I, I was pouring over those cards. I've been soaking them up, absorbing them. One thing that I clocked was there's a couple of the basic actions that have the title "Epic Basic Action." Yeah, What's going on there, man? so there's probably no better time than Secret Wars to introduce this because there's something 
really special about the the battle world experience yeah. having all of the crazy stuff just jam-packed side by side with you know the thor police force and mm. the the zombies and ultron and you know, everyone and their cousin has an infinity gauntlet and the uh the siege perilous shows up and then there, the, the raft and, and cosmic cubes and molecule mint. There, there's just so much crazy overpowered stuff yeah. and getting to, uh, and you know, even in the original secret wars, that was kind of the thing, right? That you, you had a, a villain so epic. He just on a whim brings Galactus in to, to mess around with everybody else. And so to, to try to bring that into dice masters, without having ultra expensive things or effects that broke the game was like a really neat challenge for the design team. Um, So Epic basic actions are special in a few ways. Number one, you can only use or purchase one of them per turn. Uh, There, there are effects and them in any way can't be copied. And then after you use it, you return it to its card. Uh, wow. Finally, you can't purchase one unless you have an active character with a purchase cost of four or greater. So it, you know, it's kind of like in the movies where regular folk can't just grab an infinity gem and, and go nuts. Uh, you, you need a certain level of of fortitude to yourself to to be able to handle the raw power behind these things. So we're we're really interested to see what people do to do with these. And I think one of the one of the theories is that. If right now, if you bring an incredibly strong basic action, you might just try to rush to buy it before your opponent gets it. You're not going to be able to lock people out of these. So anything that you're willing to bring, you have to be willing to fight against a little bit. Uh, You have to be finding something to do with your team to introduce uh, some asymmetry to the, the action experience. And it's going to be a really interesting team building challenge for folks. But I think it's going to also be a really interesting problem within the draft format for everybody because these effects are going to be big and you're not going to want to skip them. But you know that your opponent's going to hit that too. It's just a matter of having that superior timing of when you want to buy it, having the superior timing of when you want to use it, even though you know it's going to return to the card. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed that you roll the side you need in that, that critical moment to, to turn the tide for you. So it's, it's going to generate some epic moments for folks. And we're, we're really looking forward to seeing how everybody comes to enjoy these. Epic basic actions for epic moments. Yeah, it's... Epic so, dice monsters, guys. So you can only you can only buy them and use them once per turn. Once you've used them, I'm just making sure I soak this up. Once yep. you've used them, they're going to go back to the card. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, there was a third. Kind and of you can't sprint. you can't purchase one unless you have an active character with a purchase cost of four or greater. Right, that was the bit I didn't hadn't quite committed. Uh, very good. Yeah. So just yeah. The, uh, so this is on the rules reminder card when you when you open the set. Uh, so. You're not going to have to memorize all this, but it's also too much for stuff to just put on every card, yeah. uh, right? Like it, it, it's it's a, it's complicated in that sense. But you're going to have the reference card as a reminder, and once you've played a few games with them, it's going to be pretty instinctive how it's all going to go down. 
Yeah, sure. Wow, there you go, folks. A little, little, a little bit of a tease. They've got a bite on the end of the fishing rod there. So there's Epic Basic Actions <laughs> explained. Um, is it? Have you got a, f- a favorite or anything that's been standing out to you? I mean, you don't have to go into detail, but what's been what's been playtesting well, or what's been getting you excited, Jimmy? So out of out of those, oh, it's pretty tough. I yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you which is which, but okay, two, sure. two, two, two of my favorites. One of them is pay X life, draw and roll X dice. And then another one is re-roll all character dice. <laughs> so think things are going to be pretty, pretty wild. Um, X life, draw and roll. So you won't, you won't get a chance to re-roll those dice because of the timing, but just drawing as many dice as, as you feel you can risk drawing is pretty pretty good yeah but if, you, if yeah. you've just made a kind of crucial purchase on your own team yeah and you want to drag that through churn it into mm-hmm. uh, or at least churn closer to it then yeah. and you might be in a position where you're like yeah i can i could pay for life right now um you know life's a resource and all that i could i can pay for life i can pay 11 life i can you know whatever yeah so well if you know you're about to win with whatever it is you've just bought, pay the nineteen life, I suppose. You know, pay the nineteen yeah. life, but like you, you better not miss that roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's not like some games where you could just plan on drawing the whole deck and you know the cards are there. Here, you draw all the dice and you know, ro- roll away, folks. <laughs> yeah, the old mining strat. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, great, excellent. Okay, well, uh, thank you very much for sharing the um, the game text there. Those sound really interesting, really exciting. Yeah. Uh, am I allowed to ask about uh, you know how's how's Captain Britain shaking out? Is he looking good? Is he going to be a good character? Uh, Captain Britain's in there. Yeah, it, it might not be the Captain Britain you expect, but we have a Captain Britain. Very good. Well, higher Avalon, of course, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I mean, we we talked about here and now a little bit before, and we we've jumped ahead. We I, have, I, we I, have, yeah. Okay, so I I, I do want to say there are some. There are some cards I am very excited for within Kryptonite Crisis that I don't know if they've gotten enough attention yet. I really like the idea that we're going to have kind of a retro casual format where, once again, people will get the chance to have Jimmy and Lois supporting their Superman teams. Oh, and J- Jimmy and Supergirl is the combo. Man. Jim, Jimmy and Supergirl is probably the better combo, and that you know, definitely inspired by the CW on on that front. Um, <laughs> also, probably Silver Age comics, but but both of those were definitely uh, front of mind when just just when it came to including them within, within the set. Um, some somebody pointed out after the fact, and you know, as as uh, people tend to do, it's like, oh, we we should probably be thinking about Reign of the Supermen for the future because. We did a lot of Kryptonians, and most were not evil. So there's, there's definitely some uncharted territory for us there. Yeah, get the Eradicator on the scene. Yeah, and um, have people seen the previews on on the Super Rare Wonder Woman yet? Uh, yes, they have. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, we, I, th- I think she is going to be. Yeah, I think she's going to be a huge metagame bomb, only to for people to discover new combos as, as they see Secret Wars. So, yeah. Oh, and, did, and I, I think that uh, 
I think I teased that there's there's an alternate win condition uh, last time I was with you guys, right? You did. Yes, I wanted you to did. ask about this. So, uh, well, there's two two angles I wanted to ask about this. Uh, okay. Obviously, you hinted at alt win cons, and then we we had the Hellfire Gala, but you were kind of teasing something around Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah. So uh, th- there's going to be a, a Fantastic Four tribal win condition, and I really hoping people find a way to make it work in draft. Uh, fingers crossed it is not too good in draft, of course. Um, but also <laughs> also really excited to see, you know, what, what does it mean for Constructed, especially as the first family, you know, returns to mm. Dice Masters after a a long hiatus. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we're very keen to to see how that all kind of shakes out, especially, you know, if, if we're seeing more tournaments and more events and uh, more exciting prizing in 2023. Like how, how are these things on those waters? Yeah. Uh, and, to, and so are, are you indicating that this uh, alt win condition with the fantastic four teams in the secret world set? It is. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I had another angle actually on alt win. Well, I don't know if this is alt win con necessarily, whether this falls under this subheading, but it, it was noted firmly noted jimmy when you uh, popped your head up on facebook a couple of weeks ago that someone had asked on facebook uh, just a basic ruling question you know can my life go above 20 and regular community rules lawyers came out and said oh no no 20s you can't oh, and then that's you came in. Joking around that's not that's <laughs> <laughs> Some, right. sometimes i have to i have to throw the curveball because not not everything can be a spoiler sometimes they're they're just jokes <laughs> okay um, well folks were on that they were on it oh i yeah no i i kind of had a sense that would be the case yes but uh i i I went there and i i kind of expected a follow-up from someone at some point but uh yeah there there we are andy's favorite team is a life gain team isn't it andy it's indeed fish food the fish food team yeah um with uh, who would have thought that fish die would have would have gone where it went. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some shenanigans going on with the bishop from Dark Phoenix Saga. I don't know. Have you seen this combo going around, Jimmy? No. What I, I'm? Oh, no. Get, fill me in. What's up? <laughs> so this is, uh, let me just look up which rarity. is the bishop that when you pay him as energy, hang on, let me get it in front of me. I'm in the team builder, folks. That's uh, tb.dicecoalition.com. For those uninitiated. Oh, no, here it is. Bishop Time Traveller. Uh, so three-cost shield. If you only use energy from... I suppose less for your benefit, Jimmy. This the, the More for listeners who are unfamiliar. If you only use energy from Bishop dice to purchase a character die, prep that die instead of adding it to your use pile. So what I think... Uh, the construction of that is using Clayface or maybe um, Becky Lynch Global to buy the Bishop turn one, get it over into prep, or use Clayface in turn two to pull it out into your reserve pool as two shields, then buy mm-hmm. two of the one-cost fish dice, Yeah, which you then uh, prep those immediately. So by turn three, you, roll, you have the potential to roll um, six dice, two of which are characters, to get you up to eight energy in turn three. Okay, that is, that is some quick stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sure it wouldn't surprise you to know that I think it was one of the Canadian folks who came up with that, maybe uh, Laurier or Gord. But mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Some folks folks been tinkering around with uh, using that bishop to get stuff placed in prep straight away and just going wild on uh, those one cost. 
<laughs> That's what we'll we'll yeah, it, it makes me wish we had used a happier picture of Bishop for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a serious guy, you know. He's he, always been he, a very he's, guy. he's had a hard time. I get why he's so serious. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely absolutely very good well thanks for all that jimmy that's uh some lovely sizzly teases as always we expect nothing less when you come along and visit us over here to uh stay a bit more here and now then bring it i'm, I'm reeling myself back in because i guess yeah sure sure shoot ahead uh some, some of the big stuff for the big year of 2022 of course you guys announced <laughs> memphis recently we did yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to going back try try some more of the uh the local barbecue uh go see graceland again go see elvis's airplanes again all all that good stuff yeah so we're looking at taking advantage of it just being you know our our space being able to you know ship mm. there and not be in anybody else's way and all that having a little bit extra staff compared to other convention events and things like that ice cream obviously the, ice cream um no joke like perhaps on-site barbecue is really like something we've been considering so we're, we're trying to figure out what we can do to make it special and and different and really uh, a thank you event for everybody for being great fans to be around and supporting their local communities and building the excitement but what that exactly means yet is not completely set in stone um but one thing that we've we have been working on uh that you know, as I say this, I don't know the final shape that it's going to take is what is a draft format that we could offer that might be a little bit too finicky for your average store, even your very good store, but that, you know, we as WizKids can pull some things uh, out, out of the warehouse and, and surprise everybody with a an extra fancy draft of some kind. Um, so we're, we're working on what that looks like. We're talking about, you know, is there a unique um nostalgia format that we might be able to run yeah so just just a lot a lot of a lot of irons in the fire to to run something a little extra and of course if you've been to our events before and you've seen like the fan appreciation presentations we plan on doing those too we're looking at um what what kind of special offerings might we be able to have that might be um less tournament driven and just more you know fun and fan focused but like like I said, what what those things mean are not really set in stone yet, but it's still nice that we can, as we get ready for the full and complete announcement, um, share our goals and intent with the the community who is eagerly listening. Yeah, oh yeah, the uh, so you, you use the phrase actually fan focused event that was in your in your blurb in your little in your little description and there was definitely a lot of interest in uh, for yeah. example you know the preview draft from 20 exactly and so the the, the, pre- the preview draft took, took a lot of time to put together and it it's very hard for us to go and try and do that again but we're we're still we're still going to find something that is a special memory for all the fans who come and participate that they'll say wow I'm really glad I got to do that yeah, great. Yeah, so folks, uh, no detail yet, but it sounds very exciting. Get your Airbnbs <laughs> booked. Mm-hmm. Start looking into your flight prices. Yeah, and like. I, I mean, we we were able to offer a special package through uh, the guest house at Graceland last time, and we intend on doing that again. the The rewards for that package might be skewed a little bit in favor of HeroClix product, but we hope to also offer some Dice Master stuff in there as well. Oh, there you go, then, folks. There you go. How, how could you say no? Uh, if you if you're in North America, get yourselves down to Memphis in September. Yeah, you could get. Yeah, even if you're not in North America, we'd love to have you. You know. Oh gee, oh I think we've we've chatted about this before, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, um, I've I've looked at it uh, several times. The the flight prices are prohibitive, and it's like um, 
you have to fly into, I think it's New York off the top of my head, and then get a change at New York. But you've got a five-hour wait. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, that, that, that is onerous. Yeah, because he's in a weird spot over, you know, um, over in the West there. You know what I mean? I don't know why it's like that. but And you can get some discount flights. Uh, I've... I've I've done some extensive googling on the subject um with a credit card in front of me going do I don't I should I shouldn't I but yeah it's a it's a little bit tricky for us um uh, over here in Europe well certainly from the UK I can't speak to the mainland uh, how easy it might be for them to get across but uh, I'm certain you might have some some Canadians joining you maybe some folks from yeah, Mexico I bet I bet we will the Mexican scene's been quite quiet lately though I don't know what's going on down there uh, but in any case, uh, so yeah, Memphis is. But it's. Uh, but again, it's. Um, I suppose the the wider point there is that the, this big year for 2022, this this commitment uh, behind the game is, mm-hmm. is evident not just in the product getting out the store, but then uh, OP kits, large scale events that have got a special bit of sexy sizzle about them. So even if you're not in North America. I, I mean, trust me, folks, I'll have my spies out with their camera phones ready to capture anything that's talked about in those uh, fan appreciation presentations. 100% Brit Roller 6 will be there <laughs> in spirit, if not in person. Unless Jimmy slings me some stuff. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll try and get you some, some PNGs in advance of the, the reveals. There you go. So I can get my articles written so I don't have to stay up until three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, it's just not fair of me to your family. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've done it before. I'll certainly do it again. And if uh, are you planning on streaming? I, I suppose one thing that those of us who can't attend are interested to know is, will we see some gameplay? Will we see some presentations? So uh, we, we've... We've really battled against the uh, the struggles of unpredictable internet in the past, and so we would love to do some kind of streaming. Uh, but if we're unable to do streaming as we've done in the past, we are going to make sure that there are recorded games. And if by some unfortunate case, series of events there are not recorded games, we will try and make sure there are play by play notes on stuff. Uh, we really want to make sure that we can relay the coverage. To fans, uh, you know, one of our goals is just can we do it faster than we've done it in the past with with a little bit more sizzle and a little bit more polish. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think we've got a good chance of success with that this year. But again, how it how precisely takes shape is to be determined. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, I wish you the best of luck figuring all that out. Um, but we'll, we'll certainly be there to watch if it's available. That's a hundred percent. Uh, great. Okay, so that's Memphis. That's Secret Wars. That's Cryptonite Crisis. So I suppose the other thing that we're always interested in, and mm-hmm. I, I, I suspect I know what the answer is going to be, but uh, you know, we talked about big year for Dice Masters twenty twenty two, but we want a second big year. We're greedy. We want a big year for Dice Masters in twenty twenty three. Jimmy, we know that yeah. House of X is on the cards. I think the solicitors are showing it for early in the year, in the new year. But you know me, always fishing. You know, we're particularly interested, as, a, as I mentioned before, I'm a DC fanboy. What might be next for DC Comics? Mm-hmm. Uh, historical Dice Masters, obviously. Uh, obviously. Wear, obviously. So uh, looking forward, looking ahead, we've got all these new players in. We've attracted them in. We've got a new world champion. We have a great Christmas. And then 2023 starts. What's next? Uh, so what, what's next? Um, there are going to be surprises. And what I would... I know the people who follow the WizKid social media can't help but see what we do with the other stuff that's under mm-hmm. the umbrella. What's going on with RPG? 
Tiamat, Heroclix, board games. And there are breadcrumbs within those things that should lead to people guessing about what could come for Dice Masters. And so you can't always go and read the tea leaves, but here uh, there's, there is something to be said for it, and it will become more obvious after the future has revealed itself. That's what I'm going to say on that. <laughs> what a pro. You need to go follow his kids on Twitter, follow his kids on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> I, think, I think we've upped our Instagram game. Uh, if, if you're a TikTok person, we're there. We're probably not as much fun as Lizzo, but who is? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to blame it on the juice, brother. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Where she gets the energy from? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Okay, he's. I, I, I knew you'd. Uh, I, I knew you'd duck and dive a little bit. Although uh, one question about House of X: uh, What's mm-hmm. the likelihood that the the, the kind of uh, distribution model you're planning on using with Secret Wars will we see more Origin packs? Will we? Uh, are you continuing with the countertop, you know, draft pack format for the? Oh yeah, yeah. Plan, plan on playing on the same format. Um, if anything, there just might be more, more indifferent. That that would that that would be the only thing that might happen. Because uh, we're we're very confident in this origin pack format. We're really liking it. It fits everything we're trying to do really well. We're getting positive retailer feedback, getting positive fan feedback. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I would I would expect it as part of the the 2023 calendar for sure. Yeah, it's no it's no surprise to me that you're getting good feedback on that. I can, um, you know, if you just taught someone how to play the game and they say, "Well, how do I get started?" It's so just clean, isn't it? Just well, grab yourself one of them, grab yourself a few of them, start making some teams. You're away. You know, it's just so comprehensive. Yeah. Love it. So yeah, very good, excellent. Okay, uh, I know uh, we've kept you for a long time, Jimmy, and, and uh, folks, Jimmy's joined us out of hours. He's finished for the day, and he's still here on online talking to us about Dice Blasters. Bless him. Um, so I'm not going to keep him much longer, but I'm going to ask one burning question that comes around all the time. Hit me I with it. it. I see it over and over again. Will the ally keyword ever return? Uh, maybe. <laughs> so right, isn't that, isn't that always the case? Um, so it's it's tough. We don't. We don't want to send a signal that a hero is less than, right? So it's important that the the, the characters we include can be be the center of the, of the action a lot of the time. Um, we also don't want to like. I guess there's there's some things about ally that are a little awkward in in terms of making it tough to game balance them. There's tough things in terms of um, flavor matching perfectly. Um, so I don't think that we've seen the last of Ally, but if and when we see it again, it might be surprising to people, right? Like, you know, Ro- Robin is not the same level of Ally that I think Aunt May might be, for example. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll just we'll just see what happens. Also, like you know, different different levels of Aunt May strength over time is you know uh, a- ancient old woman versus golden oldie versus marissa tomei like it's all it's all just different so yeah and we'll, we'll see what happens you guys came close to giving aunt may constantine level power <laughs> we, oh, did. we did and then you know thing things took took a different well, path but sure. who knows maybe maybe uh maybe may blazer 2023 we'll say Oh, we'll see. Fingers crossed, folks. We need that bat. That's like the Becky Tech we're all crying out for. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, what, Wonder Woman is certainly some some anti Becky tech, but she's a she's a bit of a commitment to get there. So absolutely, absolutely. But if I pull that card, I'll be playing with it. You know for, for sure. Oh yeah, no, Wonder it's Woman. it's a yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun, and like the the stats on that die are great too. Oh, and the remove you've got a little bit of removal in there, and yeah, you could know, take you confront the mighty as well with that global. Oh. Stick it up your ass. She can yeah, take care of it. got a Absolutely. lot of a lot of little things. It's a lot of like micro skill testing in, in the mid match there. Yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and folks, if you want to know more about that super rare Wonder Woman and perhaps a team build uh, combo ideas that surround her, then head on over to youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice where you'll find a video in which I discuss this card. There you go. I've got my yeah, it's, there. It's, I, I should probably go check that video and make sure I haven't forgotten anything. <laughs> <laughs> i'm certain you haven't <laughs> i'm certain you haven't well jimmy uh, uh that's all the questions uh that well obviously i could ask you a million more but i'm very conscious of taking up too much time uh naturally though i'll give you an opportunity is there anything else you'd like to mention bring up say to the community before we bring this to a close today uh so there there was another question that i think you had mentioned comes up pretty oh. frequently which is what determines what action cards come in a set Oh yes, that's on page two. Sorry, do you know what? I've not scrolled down. <laughs> no, that's 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 fine. So you know, can't can't give away everything, but we're you know we're trying to balance all the different formats uh, at once and making sure that they're they're fun and they're interesting and that there's not an overwhelming explosion of brand new content. So you know, having maybe not the same action card in two sets in a row, but in two out of four sets that release within whatever span or, um, you know, two out of five sets within a span and things like that with a few of the action cards or having action cards that play similar to one another, but at different costs or um, maybe ones that are interesting for draft, but we know are not going to be as desirable for constructed. You know, those are all some of the decision points that kind of go in to what to do with actions and so mixing things up with epic basic actions and getting to do something very intentional with a mm. cycle of them was really cool. Um, we, we haven't had, you know, a, a true cycle of basic actions really since the upgrades from Iron Man War Machine. So it was nice to uh, revive that theme a little bit. You know, there's... sure. There's been a ton of stuff over the years with Dice Masters that we've we've touched on or we've even maybe dived in, into pretty deeply. And there's still a lot of uncharted waters for us to go and do again, go and do more, go and repeat it with a twist. Uh, so I, I think that's really exciting. Uh, I, I think Dice Masters has incredible bones and it's got a fantastic community. And so... Uh, we've we've got some good times ahead. Yeah, we're here for the duration. We're so excited um, yeah. about the fact that there, there really is an, a nice vibe about it for 2022. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but certainly would like to see some more action. Dice. <laughs> Could turn it up. Um, thank you, Jimmy. Thanks for answering that question. Sorry, I missed it off the end there. Like I say, I had it on page. Yeah, no, no worries. I mean, ha- happy to help. Uh, and, 
and while I'm thanking you as we bring this to a close, I also want to just very publicly give you a thank you for the support that you've shown us. And uh, I think the UK community will echo, echo this in saying, yeah, you know, obviously we, we've got our UK Games Expo coming up this weekend. Um, you've helped me out, you know, in, in light of Dark Phoenix not coming to make sure that it's still a special event for what, what is, to all intents and purposes, quite a small community over here comparably um so cheers for that my man hey hey, our our pleasure you know uh we we know we're going to incite an enormous amount of uh, jealousy from passerby when they see how much fun everybody's having and how good the prizes look so you guys are just doing your part Yeah, that's well. That we hope so. We hope so. Um, we've, we've got a few youngins coming, a few uh, noobs. So we're very excited to start um, cool, getting cool. Some young blood interested. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, thank you. We really appreciate that, and I wanted to put it out there publicly. I know I've I've sent you a note saying thank you, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I appreciate it. You know, you, you guys are doing the good work out there, and you're you're doing something that's very hard, which is both I think locally and at, at an event like this nationally, building that that community. Um, it's it's just so hard to do from the the office chair or the ivory tower or whatever you want to call it. Like it's <laughs> it's pe- people on the ground uh, have, having a good time and and working to better the hobby are are part of what make tabletop gaming so good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but as we were, uh, as I was discussing with you the other day, we mm-hmm. we certainly in the UK and I think some other communities out there, we've experienced some attrition, some pain through the lockdown. You know, and I think getting. Uh, one of the next jobs for us here at the Ministry of Dice is working hard to sort of rebuild the face-to-face scene in the UK. And I'm sure that's the same in many places worldwide. But th- things like this help. They absolutely help. So we're very grateful. All right. There we go. I was, I'm putting the mushy stuff to one side now. So, folks, I'm sure you will be as appreciative as we are for Jimmy coming along and just having a bit of a broad conversation around where Dice Pass is at. It's like, it's like the State of the Union. You come on once a year, just do a kind of a bit of a State of the Union on the Ministry of Dice, which I think is lovely. I'll, I'll try to be not such a stranger then. We can, we can do, we can do this uh, tw- twice a year, maybe. <laughs> I think we did do two last year, actually. Cause oh, Brian that's, that's good. Yeah, so. uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, folks, thank you very much, Jimmy, uh, for coming along, having that conversation. I hope you enjoyed hearing our chat uh, here with uh, our man inside the. Uh, I can't imagine you in an ivory tower. I've always thought like, <laughs> offices was just for, like there's like just meeples and di- like your chairs are made out of spare sidekicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? All sort of glued together. All your office furniture is made. Yeah. Of, uh, excess surplus dice probably melinda may dice <laughs> yeah just just big stack of melinda may for a countertop yeah absolutely all your all your laptop uh, risers and stuff just made out of <laughs> dice towers and things uh, but there we go thank you very much jimmy we'll take no much more of your time we're going to wrap that up there and um, we'll move on to the next segment ladies and gents sounds good good night guys well There we are then, folks. As all good things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. We definitely did this episode. Yes, we definitely. I I mean, I thought you were fabulous. I thought you were really incredible. Incredible job this this episode. Thank you very much. Yeah, just a bit of time off work and you're like, pow, 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 popping all over the place. Comments, insights, commentary, left, right and centre. That conversation that you had with Jimmy about that thing was awesome. Oh, shut it. If you haven't realised, we're recording this before we've actually... We're getting the, the, you know, the mangy bits at the start of the end out of the way before we, we get in Jimmy on. Um, so we haven't got a clue. And we all know that when we get a guest, 
Chris does most of the talking and then I crop up with like the little verbal nod um, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Have we got any more questions, Andy? No, I think we've covered everything there on that list that we've already pre-prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the lead if you want this time. I'm quite happy for you to, to take the lead. Oh, rabbit in headlights. I'll put me uh, I'll put my feet up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. World's I'll just jump worst. in with a verbal nod every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jimmy, nice to have you on this. This is all going to have to be cut out because it's going to make any sense because it's in the wrong place. But um, that was good, wasn't uh, it? Nah, just leave it in. Yeah, it was good. It, obviously, it's always great to have Jimmy on with us. Uh, as we've said many times, he and the folks over at WizKids have an open invitation to join us on the Ministry of Dice. Uh, we hope right now that we've added some additional value over and above the announcement last week regarding secret wars and the information uh, that you received there um, so that even greater insights have been provided uh, but yeah always great to have him on yeah yeah can't believe all those surprises he gave us uh, incredible uh, amazing just <laughs> just just left right and center undescribable we couldn't even like i'm too speechless to talk about it now yeah i know if we are too speechless so much so that i think we just better wrap it up so folks thank you so very much for tuning in uh we'll be back in two weeks time with our uk games expo special so be sure to tune in to hear about the teams the gameplay to hear some chat from the players that are attending the event and some conversation about the the dark phoenix saga draft that take that will take place as well uh, in the meantime, that's about it, really. Not much more else to say. Check us out on our socials, and um, I've got my monthly Discord pop in scheduled soon. So, uh, any questions, pop them for me. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. Okay, then. Well, folks, I've been Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mister Six, and I've been Andy, aka Discord Champion. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> It's an odd weekend to have the Games Expo happen, really, to be fair. Yeah, like, the Queen can't do both. She's going to miss out on the Jubilee stuff. <laughs> well, sure, but we'll be there representing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's good, that's good. <laughs> <laughs>